The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. to more of your comments and boy they are coming in fast and furious about uh, this school in Ontario that cancelled Mother's Day and Father's Day celebrations and interesting both sides some of you supporting the decision some of you very very against it um, I told you that I, I thought it was a bad move, but I'm open to listening to your side as well. Right now, though, it is Monday, and uh, we usually talk to uh, Todd Hirsch or Rob Roach around 3.30 for our weekly edition of The Hoot. It's a little earlier today at 3 o'clock. Todd Hirsch, the senior economist at ATB Financial, joining us. Hey, Todd. Hello. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys today? Well, Is it just you today? It's just me today, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say just you. That yeah, really. It sound no. like it's... Uh, <laughs> well, the great news deeper. is is that you we, we, do, we won't be breaking down things to the minutia with me because I'm not a <laughs> statistics right. person. And there'll be no, uh, there'll be no uh, firebombs or what is it? Grenades yeah, that yeah, Andrew don't launches mean to throw, them. Yeah, don't mean to throw <laughs> a grenade at you. No, it's all good. So, uh, Todd, today you wanted to talk about uh, new versus used vehicle sa- sales. And we talked about how the uh, the recession really impacted uh, sales in Alberta. Is that kind of one of the things first to go when a recession happens? Yeah, I think it is. And, you know, with these hoot segments, I'm always kind of looking for something new and interesting to talk about. And I came across these statistics on sales of new vehicles versus used vehicles. Uh-huh. And I thought it was interesting. Some listeners might be surprised to find out that typically used vehicles outnumber, in terms of sales, outnumber new hmm. almost two to one. Wow. And that's including private uh, sales of vehicles, but also used um, cars and trucks from from dealership lots. But almost two to one, Albertans prefer a used car over a new one. Now, anyone who's ever purchased a new versus a used car would know the economics of it. (laughs) Uh, Makes much more sense if you're trying to pinch pennies. Uh, Growing up, I don't think my family ever Mm -hmm. owned a brand new car. It was always used. But a lot of people prefer a used car as well. But I guess to your point, one of the first things that we see in a downturn is people altering their decisions and altering their choices and making more economical uh, choices. Mm -hmm. And this recession, the recession of 15 and 2016, was no different. In those two years, we saw the number of new cars and trucks drop by about uh, 18%. At the same time, used vehicles increased. (laughs) 10%. Ten percent. So does that ba- does that balance things out pretty much when it, it comes to vehicle sales? It, it almost balances it out exactly even total uh, vehicles. So new and used together over the the recession, it dipped just a little bit, hmm. like barely anything. But that's because new uh, dropped used, which remember we out- outnumbered them two to one. Yeah, uh, used vehicles increased and leaving the overall vehicle purchases more or less unchanged. Now, Todd, we've seen this before, haven't we? Yeah, the, the recession of 2009 and 2010, and a lot of Albertans, we tend to forget what happened in that year. And it was actually statistically a much deeper recession, in fact, but a shorter recession. But in that recession, we did see new vehicle sales plunge 27%. Wow. So if you think 2015, 2016 was tough on those new uh car and truck dealerships, 
the previous recession of 2009 was in fact uh, was in fact worse. Well, and that's interesting too because in your notes here you say that uh, the, the sales had reached an all-time record high in 2007. So going from that high, an all-time high to this this incredible drop of the 27 percent, it just been a real kick in the pants for them. Yeah, that's right, and that you know it brings back to. Um, the discussion, the recession of, of, of 2009, that recession hit every sector of Alberta's economy. It was not just the energy sector. As 2015, 2016 was really concentrated on, on oil and gas mm-hmm. and, of course, all the ripple effects mm-hmm. across the province. But 2009, that global recession, it hit every sector. Um, there was a lot of very, very nervous, uh, very nervous people. Some of us well, remember what happened in late 2008 when stock markets were collapsing yeah. in 2009. How long, um, curious to know then, uh, are we seeing it, it, well, how long did it take for it to come back in 2009? 2009, we didn't see a recovery back to the um, all-time record high of 07 until about five years later. So it was about 2013, 2014. Okay, so it took a so then, while. And we're starting it, to see it come come back now? We are. In fact, uh, 2016, it kind of reached a recession low. 2017, last year, we did see it increase about 8% mm. over 2016. Now, this is a lot of numbers for people. But yeah. In other words, we've moved in the right direction. We're not back up to where we were in 2014. But I think 2018 will will continue to see it gradually improve. And that is consistent with all of the indicators that I track. They're all gradually, painfully, <laughs> slowly, but they're all moving in the right direction. So why should we give a hoot about all of this? I think we should give a hoot because it does show Albertans will alter their choices and their decisions in an economic, when, when the economy changes on them. And I think that's positive, you know. We alter our behavior and our, and our um, uh, decisions based on, on the economy. This recession was no different. And now coming out of the recession, we're starting to see it all improve. So I guess we should give a hoot because it just shows that we are actually much more adaptable in these situations. Very cool. Also, just wanted to throw something at you, not a, not a grenade, but I know we've been, talking <laughs> a, we've been talking a lot about potatoes today. Oh, yes. The potato, uh, you, you probably saw the, the owl on Friday. That's right, yeah. Oh, and just how yeah. how this is becoming, um, how, how Alberta potato producers um, doing a lot of business. Well, it was a great, it was a good news story. Unfortunately, I got the, the units wrong. Uh, it's <laughs> 2 billion yeah. pounds of potatoes a year. I had in my original owl 2 million pounds. <laughs> And, of course, everyone went crazy. And I don't know how much email I received on Friday correcting me on this. I stand absolutely corrected. It was just, uh, this is what happens when you try to write these owls at 6.30 in the morning without enough coffee. But I got one unit wrong. But, yeah, 2 billion uh, pounds in potatoes in production. Um, that has more than doubled in the last uh, 20 years. Yeah. I think it is a good news story because it does show that our agricultural sector is diversifying. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yes, anytime you're talking potatoes, you've got my attention, Todd, anytime. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friend, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. 
Just want to touch on uh, this, a couple of your texts, and we'll keep circling around to it about uh, this uh, principal in Bowmanville, Ontario, that uh, at a school cancelled Mother's Day and Father's Day celebration. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon. Uh, Grant says, you know what, I'm a little surprised by this response. It's not like it's a new development. My son's school cancelled Mother's Day last year here in Edmonton. We were devastated. I said, wow, I said I hadn't even heard about that. Um, this one, Jay Lynn, this political correct BS is going too far. It seems the majority are made to change their ways for a few. Sometimes, maybe most times, that's okay, but when we get to start cancelling Mother's Day and Father's Day, etc., it's just too much. And then this one, I totally agree with getting rid of these days. Schools should not be responsible to manage these kinds of diverse emotional and complex issues. Let's have families and friends help kids manage rather than having untrained people being given the task of trying to manage it. No disrespect educators, but their job is to teach, not to try and manage these ever-changing societal trends. Let me fill you in. They are. Uh, Let them teach, or as a wise person once said, let the singer sing and the dancers dance. If a child has no mom or dad, let the right people help them cope on these special days. Let the teacher teach. I had a non-present father and I absolutely hated Father's Day as it made me uncomfortable and stressed. Had it not been forced in school, it would have I just would not have had that stress. Just my two cents. Great tax. And uh, this one. What a joke. Support the children through their loss, but don't take away the celebration from others. We need to be teaching kids how to deal with loss and emotions, diagnosing them and uh, alienating everyone else is making a world of crybaby feeling over facts, people. You can text me at 630-630. I love hearing about uh, what you think about this one. Uh, Producer Brad, as I mentioned, Andrew is away today. He's visiting his mom in Ottawa. I told you, we told you last week that his mom uh, was taken to hospital. She's taken a turn for the worse. Um, So Andrew uh, scooted down to Ottawa this weekend to see his mom. And uh, I think he's going to be back tomorrow. Right now, Producer Brad joins me in studio. Hi, Producer Brad. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm doing great. Had a bit of an experience over the weekend that I texted you about on Saturday (laughs) night, and I thought, hey, maybe we'll talk about it, and I'm sure some listeners will uh, have a reaction to this as well. It uh, is dealing with the appointment that is never on time. What happened? Okay, so this is the season where everyone gets their tires changed. I just got a new car about a month ago, and I called this certain tire place to get my tires changed and they're so backed up it's Mm -hmm. so hectic because everyone here we were like when is winter going to end when can I change my tires so when I called I set this appointment for three weeks in advance Mm -hmm. that's when they were first able to get me in so this rolled around on Saturday at noon and being a little OCD when it comes to being on time, I showed up 10 minutes early and thought I'll go in, I'll get everything taken care of that way at 12 o'clock, they can get in my vehicle, drive it into the bay, and I'll be out of here uh, maybe within an hour, tops. Relatively on time. You'd think. So I'm sitting there in the chair, and they have a TV, which was, I guess, some sort of comfort, and I'm watching TV (laughs) and enjoying it, and I can see out the window my car, Mm -hmm. 12.15, nobody getting in my car, 12.30, still hasn't moved. The appointment was for noon. For noon. Finally, at one (laughs) o'clock, somebody jumps in my car and finally takes it into the bay. So I walked up to the counter and said, I just saw my car go in. I had an appointment an hour ago. When do you think I can get out of here? They said it'll take another two hours to change my tires. So hopefully I was going to be out at one. My car didn't get in till one. 
I'm leaving to go home at three o'clock. So my question is, or my comment is, what's really the point of making of an making appointment? Of making an appointment. I don't mind if I go in at 12.10. I'm not going to uh, hit the counter and say, what are you guys doing? Uh, you need to get your act together. This is unacceptable. But an hour for a tire place, and that's all everyone is doing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's not vehicles in there getting inspections, so on and so on. It's strictly car after car after car getting your tires off, and then your new one's on. Well, let me, t- first off, I don't know how long it takes to change tires, a set, a set of tires, so a couple of hours if that's time. The fact that it was an hour later, the fact that your car didn't go in till one and your appointment was at noon, that burns my butt. And it burns my butt because, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a, a tire change appointment, if it's your dentist appointment, your doctor's appointment, whatever it is. As far as I'm concerned at that point, someone who is scheduling is not scheduling properly. You need to look at your scheduling procedures. So if you have clients, um, if, if it's taken an hour and it's taken an extra 15 minutes to, to, to change that tire, whatever it is, then, then give the extra 15 minutes. I remember uh, one of my appointments downtown. So I had to drive away from the south end, all the way downtown, in rush hour in the morning. It probably took me about an hour to get downtown, find parking, and it was um, going to see, I'll just say, um, a doctor. Okay. Okay? And I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and I made the appointment for a time. I have to be at work, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. I always make sure my appointments give me enough time. Well, next thing you know, we're, it's an hour late, and, and it's that sort of stuff. And I asked. I said, you know, what's going on? Oh, well, he had some other clients that, you know, needed a little bit more time. Okay, well, I appreciate that, but then you need to schedule more time. Because right now I have to go to work. So I'm going to have to reschedule another appointment for how many other weeks or months it takes to get in to see you. That drives me nuts. And I know it's a small thing. It's a small thing, but it's my time and we're all flipping busy. That's the thing is when you get there to get whatever it is, like you said, doctor appointment, dentist, tire change in my case. We all have things to do, but they treat it as, okay, well, now you're in our control, so we're going to do it when it's appropriate for us, and it's Mm -hmm. going to take as long as it takes, and I don't care if you have to pick up a relative or anything, you are just going to wait here and Whenever it's done, it's done. Yeah, you're, you're, it's almost like being held hostage, isn't it? You're being held hostage. Someone says, oh, come on, first world problems, learn to change your own tires. Hey, guess what? I don't want to learn how to change my own tire. I want someone else to do it for me. And when I want them to do it, and, and I have an appointment for noon, I want it at noon or 1230. So my question then is, what do you do at that point? Do you say something to them? How long are you willing to wait before you say, I'm out of here? Well, what am I supposed to do at that point? I have to get my tires changed. Go I don't to want another to burn. place? I, but it's so crazy this time of year. No. If I leave and I go to another spot and they say, oh, we can't get you back in for a week, then I circle back to, to this place and I go, oh, sorry, I tried to go somewhere else, but I'm going to come mm-hmm. back to you now. Are you ready for me? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't work. Yeah, a couple of phone calls. Uh, Craig from Darwell. Hey, Craig. Hi, Jay. You, you hate waiting for appointments, don't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so what in you... regards to the tire fiasco, yeah. um, I know it doesn't take more than an hour to change four tires. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And I've been I've been dealing with a, a fellow at Stony Plain, and am I allowed to endorse him on this program? You tell me who it is, sure. 
It's Larry with Integra Tire. Okay. And he is awesome, and so is his crew. And you don't book an appointment. You get there first come, first serve, and bing, bang, boom, they got you out of there, and your your coffee isn't even cold by the time you're walking out that door and getting into your vehicle. Isn't that nice when you have something like that? I needed a Like guy. I say, um, <laughs> shop around. And yes. as far as doctors and dentists go, I don't know if we have the power to change that fiasco. Well, you know what? Book the first appointment of the day. Book the first appointment of the day, and hopefully they haven't been called out to something, right? That's yeah. what I usually do if you're lucky. Well, that's tough for people that, that work, Absolutely. too. You, know? like you have to coordinate stuff. And, yeah. and I understand people's frustration big time because yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the first one to get mad. Yeah. But um, as far as the tire things go, yes, shop around. Find a decent, a decent um, franchise. And they will cater to you. Like I say, Larry at Integra Tire in Stony Plain. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> has been doing it for 30-plus years for me. Awesome, Craig. Okay, Thanks for the phone call. You, you know what? I, I have to say that, you know, I know doctor's appointments can be a real thing. My dentist is always on is is always on time. My doctor is, is a rock star. Um, and and um, like I can get in if I called today, I could get in tomorrow at the end of the day, sneak in right after work, that sort of thing. But yeah, uh, Glenn's on the phone. He had a, a bad doctor's appointment. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Good. What happened? Well, I got there 45 minutes early, and I continued <laughs> to wait for another hour after my appointment oh. was uh, scheduled for. And uh, then they come in and inform me, oh, the doctor is running late uh, because he hadn't come into the office yet. And I wanted to know if I want to stay for another hour. And I said, no, I've got work to do. And I, had, I was working for myself at the time. So anyways, I rebooked. And it came the day of the appointment. I was in the hospital getting my ankle x-ray because I had damaged it. And I forgot all about the appointment. And they sent me a bill for $50 for not showing up for their appointment. <laughs> so, so what did you do? What did you do? So I proceeded to account for all the time, the traveling time and everything for the first time I was there and sent them a bill. <laughs> and I got a call from them about a week later saying, disregard the bill that we sent you. Wow. Good for you, Glenn. That's awesome. Right on. Now, I, I figure, you know, it works both ways here. Yeah. And uh, just because you got a, a degree on the wall doesn't make you exempt from uh, uh, time and um, other people's time. Are you still going to that doctor? No. No, change day. <laughs> Glenn, surprise, thanks surprise. for the phone call. Appreciate it. You're welcome. I think we all learned a lesson there, eh? Send yeah. them the bill back. And Jim's on the phone. Hey, Jim, you own a tire shop? I, I own an auto repair shop, actually. And I I have a different outlook on some of it because basically I don't do afternoon waiters uh, for tire swaps or for oil changes or anything like that. I try to do it in the morning so that the people know that they've got to be there on time and then they're out because what happens through the day it seems is if everybody shows up 15 20 minutes late then it just delays everybody else yep. and you're what you had scheduled for a 12 o'clock appointment is now out the window yeah very difficult to do right so it, it also relies on the people showing up and having time respect for, for the owners or the other people there and showing up on time for their appointments as well that's, that's a, a big thing that's a really great point jim thank you very much Thank you. There you go. Make the appointment. First thing in the morning there, Producer Brad. It was Saturday morning. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, you're not. Don't do it first thing in the morning on a Saturday morning. No, I have stuff to do. No, you had stuff to do the night before. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. All right, keep your texts coming at 6.30, 6.30. Thank you for the phone call. You can get a hold of me. Phone calls. You can get a hold of us anytime at 496-0063.
The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.